Hello everybody, welcome to 1v1, the creator interview series here at Boss Rush Games. I am your host this week, Corey Derrigan, alongside me for this episode is the streamer, the man, the the sweater. The, look, <laughs> this might be the fanciest guy on the internet, okay? If you, Hell yeah, if you, I'll take it. If, we, if you've watched a couple of the past, uh, past episode of Tower Casuals, you'll know him, but I'm joined by Willow. Hey guys, what is up? Uh, definitely can attest to the fanciest guy around. I got this probably 12 years ago at a thrift store. And I wear, I, I wear it regularly. Like, I, I don't just bust this out randomly. I, I do wear this around. I have, so. a hoodie, I, have a, I have a set of hoodies like that. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yes. I did have, I used to have a sweet corduroy jacket, but my wife threw that away. Oh. Without even telling me. Did you hate that when they do that? Yes. That was my favorite jacket. It happens. I'm very sad. <laughs> I'm very sad for you. Thank Cause, you. Because I've had stuff it. like that just disappear. And I'm like, mm -hmm. where is it? Like, yeah. I don't know. Disappear in air quotations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but how are you, Willow? I'm, I'm glad you decided uh, to do this tonight. I'm very good. I'm glad that I was graced with an offer to do this. Um, like I was talking about earlier, I will now go ahead and just tell you about my day because I have a story that I think you guys will enjoy. Yes, um, before before we started recording, I told him to save the so, story for the episode. So, so with with COVID going on, um, it's been really hard to find stuff that's like really common, like pools, trampolines, and bikes. Okay, my so my wife has been trying very, very, very hard to get a to get bikes for us, and then we have two small children. Um, so we got two like seats that you can attach to the, the back of a bike for them to ride in. Um, cause they're still small enough to where they can do that. Mm -hmm. And today, so last night she found a bike that she could order for like pickup at target. Um, and she went there to pick it up today. And then when they brought it out, she was just like, Hey, listen, is there any chance there's any more bikes? And the dude was like, Oh, Hey, we got a truck in today. Let me go check. Sure enough. They did. So we're like, awesome. So we come home, we build the two bikes, pain in the ass, but we build them, you know, um, we get the kids, we get their back things put on the seats on, we go outside, we load the kids up, we go, my bike rides fine, <laughs> my wife, she goes and she just starts to go and she just goes off the curb, no big deal, and the handlebars do a, like, do a perfect like 90 degree turn and the wheel keeps going straight. Wow. <laughs> so awesome. she almost eats it hard with our daughter on the back so we're like okay let's just let's readjust let's fix the handlebars okay so we try to fix the handlebars <laughs> i being a genius decide oh the problem there so there's another problem with the front brakes where like when they're just sitting there idly they're rubbing against the tire so it's like it'll always be like slightly braking so I'm like oh, i'll fix it i ruined the whole front brake they're gone <laughs> the front brakes are gone at this point <laughs> But we make it work because you don't need your front brakes, whatever, you know. So, okay, we get on the road. We're like, we should go fill up our tires at our local uh, like little gas station around the road. It's free air. So we go. Fill up the tires. We're going. Um, our kids are kind of feeling it, not really. But we get to a point where we're like, we live in like a really big community. And so we rode our bikes all the way around. And we got all the way, I kid you not, to the complete opposite side. My front tire pops. Oh, like it, just, it just pops so we're like well this is great so we take the kids off we have to start walking the bike back and then eventually 
the tire came off of my front wheel. So I had to carry it. So that sucked. It's like 90 degrees outside with really strong humidity. So that sucks. So we find a guy outside. And we're like, hey, listen, we're not doing too good. Can we just park this bike here? We'll go get the car, come back, and grab the bike. So he's like, yeah, sure. So we go. We walk like uh, three quarters of a mile with our kids. It's so hot. They're miserable. (laughs) They're like really having a hard time walking back. We get there. And long story short, we get the bike back. And now it's on our front patio, just sitting there with no front tire. Awesome. That's, that was today. That sounds like, I'm not going to lie, that sounds like a terrible day. <laughs> it was not. It started out fantastic, and it quickly spiraled out of control. Yeah, well, that's, that, that's fair. Um, yeah, today was uh, kind of a weird day, too. You know, it's uh, it was really hot today, and uh, our power went out at work, so it got even hotter because... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, that's what happens. It was it was mm-hmm. like 93, sure, sure. 93 degrees today, and so that wasn't very fun. And then uh, and here we are. That that was my day. It wasn't very exciting. Not gonna lie. Wait a second. You are you're East Coast, right? Yeah, yeah. I live in Ohio. Uh, okay, never mind. It was really hot. Well, I'm in Virginia, and it was really hot today too. I was I was just curious how close you were. Yeah. Just a just a. What, Hop, skip, seven, and a jump away. Six seven hour road trip down south. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. not? Easy. Easy peasy. Yep. Uh, but, you know, we're kind of not here to talk about bikes, but that was a good story. <laughs> I re- I, Thank you. <laughs> I enjoyed that story. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it was almost as interesting as, as when <laughs> Celeste was on talking about teaching English in Japan for 20 minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're here because we kind of I'm met awesome. through... We met through destiny and kind of twitter and playing destiny and all kinds of weird content kind of crossover stuff and uh you're gonna appear on tower casuals uh our destiny podcast and uh i kind of want people to get to know you and and what you are about and what you do and what you would like to do uh in terms of creating stuff on the internet but uh before we kind of get in all that who are you what do you do on the internet and, and just kind of expound on w- why you're on the internet doing stuff. Oh, gosh. Uh, the I internet, know. Simple, easy question. It's The internet is it's simple. It's simple, okay? The internet is magical, and it's where people go to have dreams come true. It's true. So that that's why I'm on the internet, you know? Um, but in simpler terms, uh, I've always been like a gamer, I guess you would say. So connecting with people via the internet has always been kind of a thing with me Um, from, you know, playing Xbox, Xbox 360, whatever online. Uh, And then quickly blossoming into, Hey, let's, let's take this uh, to another step and let's stream. Uh, And I actually, I wanted to start streaming like five years ago and I just got lazy and decided not to. Uh, and just played more games instead of <laughs> instead of like streaming with it. We've um, all been there, right? I think. Right, <laughs> right. That's and that that's another story I could get into. I could really dive into. I I don't know how much time we have. If I mean, I could really go in depth if you want me to. I mean, we but... we have. I don't. There's no time limit on this show. I do have to be okay. at work at five thirty <laughs> tomorrow. Okay, so. so I have like a like a ten hour limit. <laughs> yep. Kind of. Okay. I mean, we could do so, a part two tomorrow if you really need it. Oh but... yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. It could be like the Willow story, mm-hmm. you know. 
could be a saga. Um, <laughs> the Willow Saga. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of that. Uh, but no, uh, in all honesty, so uh, basically the, the best way to explain this, it would be I, I lived and grew up in the same area of Washington State. Um, I was born and raised in a really small town right near the border of Idaho, where I was forever. Uh, so fast forward to me getting married to my wife now, high school sweethearts. Whoa. Um, she decides, she decides one month after we got married to join the military. So that was crazy. So she joined and, uh, she brought us over to the East coast. I didn't work for a year and I was like, I got to do something. So I was like, I was like, Hey, let's get me a really nice, like not a really nice, but like a decent enough PC to where I can play a few basic games and I'll start streaming for something for me to do because i didn't have much i'm not gonna go out and venture into a new place and at the time we only had one vehicle so she would have that to go to work and i would just be stuck at home spoiler alert i don't start streaming (laughs) i just i just (laughs) i just play games um and eventually after a little bit i said I, i didn't work for a year um it was it was nice and it was also like i was like dude i gotta you you gotta do something you know so I was like, I was like, you know what? I've been around the military for like a year now. I could do that. So I'm like, you know what? I'll join. So boom. So then I join, and then I get back, and I'm like, man, I really should have started that streaming thing. So I just go for it. So I started with Twitch, um, did a few months on Twitch, and then ended up eventually switching over to Mixer. It was about the same time the big ninja move happened, um, mm-hmm. and to say that that didn't have any influence on me would be a lie. Um, and then I did nine months on Mixer before everybody, I'm sure, knows who listens. Uh, Mixer is going to partner with Facebook Gaming, and that eventually led to my now return to Twitch. So mm-hmm. that's kind of that, I guess. I don't know. Did I really answer what I do on the internet? No, you, I do a lot of I do a lot of stuff on the internet. Kind of, you did sort of, kind of. Uh, <laughs> it I started s- like that, and then it kind of went on a tangent. But uh, I also saw on Twitter that you st- started a, a pod- podcast, maybe. So, yeah, so um, I've always wanted to, like, like with me, I, f- I feel really creative, but I, I'm kind of not. Like, I always want to be doing something, right? Like, I always want to, I wouldn't say push the boundaries, but, like, a lesser degree of that, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's, I like to talk, and I like to have opinions, and I want people to listen to me talk and give my opinion, but I don't want it to be, like, bleh, bleh, bleh. I, I consider myself, like, a, a, kind of a fun guy. So I'd like to share, you know, my my fun stuff, my fun opinions. Um, so I started to tr- I tried to do a like a video game news podcast with my like one of my best friends from high school. Um, we did that for a couple months, and then at the time it was when my stream on on Mixer started like really kicking off. So I was like, listen, I gotta I gotta put more time into my into my stream. Like I'm I'm like establishing like a legit community, so I kind of had to like slowly take a step back before I was like, listen, I just I just can't do it, but I can't do both anymore. Um, and I had new children at the time, which was just, so like life just didn't allow me to do that. Mm-hmm. Then my kids got a little older, and I started <laughs> I started to try an, another podcast with a friend that I met from work through the military. That one was it started great and quickly. We both like he uh, he went on like a big long vacation for a couple weeks. He got back. I went on a vacation for a couple weeks, and then after that, kind of just fizzled out. So now, um, my old friend who we started the first one with reached back out to me, honestly, like a couple weeks ago, and was like, "Hey, what do you think about trying to bring it back?" And I was like, "You know, I had a lot of fun 
we did video game news and stuff like that. And I know there's a lot of that already, but it's fun, you know, ch chatting with, with one of my really good friends. Uh, it's one of the, the like few ways we really get to like spend quality time just chatting about stuff we love. So we, we did that. We recorded our first one a few days ago and it was fantastic. Um, so hopefully do that a little bit more. Um, but yeah, just, I guess now just with everything more established and scheduling and everything in my life kind of figured out, I just, I'm really open to the idea of, of doing everything I can to, I, I don't know, spread my influence, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right way to say that, but I mean, we all, to, we all kind of want you know. to, to do that. Right. I mean, that's kind of why we started this, you know, like this is, Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, just, uh, you know, to give you a little backstory on, on me real quick, like this is the third major group I've been a part of for, mm -hmm. for podcasting and stuff. And, uh, Ed and I have been podcasting together for five years, six, we're actually recording our five year anniversary episode of, Nin of our Nintendo show on Friday. Um, uh, congratulations. That, that, that's a big milestone. That's a big milestone. Thank you. Thank you. We just, we're on episode 203. Ooh. Heck yes, that's awesome. So, uh, <laughs> something around there. So, yeah, you know, I don't really know until, <laughs> dude, and and like, there's like the milestone episode, and then you you keep up with it for like three or four episodes, and then I literally have to go to like iTunes to figure out what episode we're on. <laughs> just, I forget, man. Heck yeah. Uh, but you know, I started with a group called uh, DNA uh, Digital Nerd Advocates. We did a bunch mm, nice. of stuff. It was kind of like a really, really poor man's kind of funny type thing where like <laughs> it was me and a bunch of yeah. my friends that I worked with and my one friend from high school. And we all, we talked about, you know, video games and movies and, and my one friend, we called him toast and he did, he really liked beer. So we did a show called a toast to beer, which was, mm, nice. it, it was uh, really fun to do. And, uh, you know, that group kind of fizzled out because, you know, people just, lose interest and uh and then i was part of a group called nerds gone rogue which we kind of did a bunch of podcasts and stuff that uh and that's kind of how boss rush was born was kind of like half of us wanted to move one direction and the other half kind of wanted to move a different direction and mm -hmm. it kind of was kind of like split down the middle and i kind of wish we ended on better terms but uh, you know, this is where Boss Rush is, and you know, me, Ed, and Jesse started Boss Rush Games, and um, we brought our Nintendo show and our Xbox show over. Uh, started the Boss Rush podcast, which is kind of what we throw up as our flagship show or whatever. And then, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's kind of a place where we want to have people. We well, when we started it, we were like there's three things we gotta, we gotta be, we gotta be positive. We gotta try to be positive and constructive when we're talking about stuff. Even if we don't like it, we gotta be constructive about it. We gotta be inclusive of everybody. We have to, you know, find people who, who, uh, kind of have the same ideals that we have. Like we, we want to include everybody that we possibly can, who is doing something interesting and may not have the platform that we've kind of been, you know, lack of better terms, blessed with, right? Like, I think, mm -hmm. uh, we, we're, we're very fortunate that people have followed us from group to group. Um, 
and then we all have to be on the same page and uh, on everything that we do. If somebody wants to try something, we're more than willing to have to let that happen, right? And and experiment with stuff. We've had things work out. We've had things not work out. We've kind of uh, tried seasonal models for stuff. You know, it's 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 a place where I feel like we allow people to, you know, we want to help people because we've had a lot of people help us along the way. Uh, you know, whether it's getting podcast downloads or you know, Twitch or Mixer followers or whatever. We've had so many people help us that we just want to kind of return the favor to everybody, you know, and and that's kind of the platform that we have built on. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where we're at now, you know, and that's what these 1v1s are for. That's what uh, the panels that we've been doing. You know, we did a – Ed put on a Pride panel a couple weeks ago – I produced our women's panel last week. Like we just, we want to give a voice to everybody who we think deserves one, you know, whether they're big, small, just starting, been at it for 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, I think that's where we're at now. And now, you know, Josh and I have known each other for quite a few years and we wanted to do something with destiny because we both love destiny. Josh, is kind of obsessed with destiny. Uh, uh, but to, to be fair, I've been, I was that way at one point, right? My very first podcast that I did was a destiny podcast. It ran for 65 episodes, um, from, from, uh, house of wolves all the way through rise of iron. And then I just kind of, my friend just told me, he's like, Hey man, I just don't want to do it anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. that was, that was real, that was a real bummer. Um, yeah, I bet. Uh, but I always wanted to get back into doing something with destiny and that's kind of how to wrap this all way back around to you. That's kind of how we (laughs) met. And like, you know, I, Josh and I have talked and we've, you know, we had you on as a guest, but we really want to have you on as, you know, kind of a full-time third chair type thing, you know, and, and, uh, and that's kind of why we're here now to let people get to know you and, know your personality know your the ins and outs of you and kind of just bring you to the forefront. Cause you're going to be a pretty big part of that show. And, and that's, Heck what's yeah. exciting. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That was uh, enough about that me. Was, that, <laughs> that was beautiful. I just want you to know. Thanks. You're welcome. I kind of get wrapped around sometimes. <laughs> it's so easy to just start somewhere and you think you know where it's going to go, and it, it goes way off the other direction. I know. Uh, you know, I just kind of wanted to, like, this is this is how Boss Rush kind of views uh, ourselves as kind of like a, a, a safe place and a fun place for people to talk about the things that they love, whether it's games, yeah. movies, Destiny, toys. Like, we, we had a a show that we kind of want to bring back called standard definition, where we just talked about old movies and games and, and comics and oh, stuff that we were just kind of like, fun. yeah, like we did, we did one on Sega dreamcast. We did one on the original Ninja Turtles movie and we did one on men in black. And, uh, mm, there you go. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's things we would like to bring back at some point, but, um, as you know, as a, as a dad, <laughs> time is limited. <laughs> yep. And so, yep. Absolutely. Uh, we've kind of put focus on other things, uh, at the moment, but, um, but anyways, back to you. Uh, let's talk about your gaming history. What, 
what was your uh, your first game console? What what was your first game you remember playing? What was the what was the mm. moment for you that you were like, yes, games? I don't. So it's it's kind of a little tricky. It's it's kind of it's kind of a rocky path. Not like meaning like really bad or anything, but it was just kind of up and down. Um, I think the first actual console I had in my house, I think was just the original PlayStation. I think, and I, I remember playing a lot of really old Madden with my dad on that. Um, and after that, the first like time I really was like, I became all in was just a, a few years later. I really wanted a the Game Boy SP, the foldable one mm-hmm. that had like and it had like the light kind of in it, so you could like adjust the light. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a, the coolest damn thing ever. It was cool. And I, I was I one. was really I was really oh I think I think I found mine in a in while we moved once. I don't know if it's still in here or not. Um, but I think I have it. It had like a sweet like tribal like design on the front. Oh really? That was so cool. Yeah. Um, and I remember like begging my parents to get me uh, fire red or leaf green Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were always like, hell no, because they were like, my dad was cool with like Madden, right? Mm-hmm. But that was about it. Um, I kind of got into like I kind of like slowly turned off and did like you know the Pokemon the stuff like that, and they weren't really about that. So I was like, damn, you know, but spoiler alert, we did get one. We got Pokemon Fire Red for Christmas one year. That was like the one of the best Christmases ever. Um, and I was like, since I was a little kid, I would keep just the the Game Boy was just so small. I just put that thing underneath my pillow while my parents tucked me in, man. Oh, I played that thing like until I couldn't even open my eyes anymore. <laughs> I remember those days. Um, I... And then and then, oh, did I cut you off? No. I I just said I remember those days when I tried to hide was oh, trying it to hide was, Game it Boy. Was <laughs> it was the best. It was the best. And that thing was so easy because you could just fold it and like shove it anywhere. It was so easy. Um, so kudos to those guys for making that that uh, portable console. Um, and then as I grew a little bit older, um, I feel like the like the friends I kind of gravitated towards up into like early junior high and and then through basically through most of junior high weren't really into that kind of stuff so naturally i wasn't really as big into it i still remember playing runescape a lot in junior high but i never talked about it i just that was just like my own thing i did on my own time um uh the like the kind of group of friends i kind of fell into was like the more they weren't like it was like the skateboarders the snowboarders the uh the four season athletes that did you know all the sports and stuff like that so i kind of i got really big into all that stuff naturally um and then it wasn't up until I would say early high school where I kind of shifted friends. So I'm very like I'm very charismatic and I'm very like I just I love everybody, you know, and I get along <laughs> with everybody. Yeah. Um, and so not to like brag about myself, but I was pretty I was pretty popular. I was a cool kid. Okay, <laughs> I was a cool kid at school. <laughs> so. So naturally, I knew I like I knew everybody, and then in one of my honors English classes, I started sitting next to basically basically we'd call them the nerds, right? And I sat with them, and they were looking at Magic the Gathering. I don't know if you know what that is, mm-hmm. um, but I was like, "Damn, dude, that thing looks so cool!" 
uh, and they started teaching me about it and like showing me all the stuff. And then there was a pre-release coming up, and I remember it was Gate Crash, and they took me to it, and that was like my first like ever sanctioned event ever I did. Now that was like some of the coolest coolest stuff I ever did and then that turned into like almost an addiction I was playing magic all the time um still play rarely now not as much if I do it's like magic arena uh online um but then yeah that quickly blossomed into that and then playing games with those guys uh getting into like stuff like the like the skyrims witchers uh assassin's creeds and away from kind of like with my old older friends that were like the sports games that they were playing call of duties and stuff like that um, it just really opened my eyes to, you know, all the really cool stories that were being told through video games that I was missing out on for so long. Um, so I guess, I guess that was kind of it. It's so kind of like it started high with like me as a kid, kind of like went down a little bit as like, like junior high and then high school, it like sprung back up. And now it's like, it's through the roof. Like I got, I got Pokemon posters behind me, got destiny. I got all sorts of crap, you know, like, yeah, it's just, it's just fun. You know, this stuff, this stuff's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, no, I have all this crap behind me too. It's all, <laughs> yep, it's like, yep. it's like up above me too and around, but you know, yeah. people can't see it because, uh, well people on, on my camera, the camera you're looking at, you can't see, but if people are watching the video, there's a whole bunch of like destiny stuff up there and transformers and Ninja oh, there it is. And there stuff. it is. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I've, I've always been like, <laughs> I don't know when when I was in high school it was always like really dorky to play games and collect toys and stuff right. but it was like yeah it was like what I loved to do but I was always mm-hmm. like I was in this really weird spot where like I played sports and I was but I was also like really into art and video games and stuff and so like the art kids thought I was weird because I played sports and then this, the <laughs> like right. yeah, yeah. all nope. all of my teammates thought I was weird because I played video games and and uh <laughs> you know collected toys and, and all this other stuff so uh, right yeah that was a that was a weird time uh, i could i could definitely relate exactly to how you were feeling <laughs> yeah. it's like almost the same exact thing yeah so and then like the i think the big breakout like the the game that kind of broke down the walls for me was halo the first halo game in mm, high yeah, okay. school where everybody like everybody bought an xbox and everybody bought halo and then we mm-hmm. were we were uh at my one friend's house for his birthday and we there we had uh two eight we had two full eight on eight matches going on we had Dang. yeah we had what like 16 xboxes downstairs and like everybody bought it brought a tv oh, and yeah yeah it was uh but did you have mountain dew we did lots yes. of it. lots <laughs> yeah. of it and it was it was at the time where like code red was like kind of a oh, new thing code red was so good so yeah it was like everybody brought at least a two liter Mountain Dew and <laughs> Halo. And it was so funny because everybody was like, I don't want to use the Duke controller. I'm not using a Duke controller. And everybody like was furiously like taping their names on the back of the controller. <laughs> like this is my controller. Nobody use it. And I had the blue uh, S controller. So I was like, I know okay. this one's mine. And then okay. like half of my friends were stuck with Duke controllers because they bought Xbox when it came out. And I was like, Glad I'm not playing with that thing. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Good times, though. Those, those are good stories to have, you know. Yeah, uh, and then, and then in college, it was all about uh, melee and Halo Two. So uh, that there was, you go. There you go. That was. I don't think. I don't think my Xbox ever turned off when I 
was in college. <laughs> like, I, seriously, like, I was playing when I wasn't in class. My friends were playing when they weren't in class. And then mm-hmm. some people would come over and stay all night and play Halo. And I was just like, okay, well, I should probably get another Xbox. Because <laughs> this is <laughs> this is not going to yeah. last much longer with it being on right. all the time. Um, so, but yeah, that's, it's, uh, video games, man, people, people out there still think that it's weird, but I'm glad that the internet has brought groups of yeah, people it's, it's together. Al- it's almost like, I feel like kind of like the nerd culture has almost shifted and it's like, it's like cool now to be a nerd, you know? Yeah. It's kind of how it feels right now. Yeah. In certain spaces, I, let's just say I'm frequently reminded that there are still people out there that think it's weird uh but oh yeah absolutely there'll always be those people out there though yeah uh with anything but you know i'm just kind of like i just go about my day you know and then when i get home like my my real friends are on on online and you know Mm -hmm. so right for real i like uh, it so let's get back to you you started streaming uh and you made the move to mixer you said ninja kind of had it influenced but was there any other reason why mixer was like the platform you chose because like i did the same thing you know i picked mixer over uh-huh. twitch because like for me it was the accessibility the user interface everything was just so much easier and cleaner to to mm-hmm. uh use but um i mean you probably have a different story than i do so so uh i was one of those people who like honestly didn't know what mixer was until ninja's huge announcement so uh when i saw that i was like damn Microsoft has like their own streaming service. They pulled one of the biggest Twitch streamers ever over there. Let's go check it out and let's just see what it's all about. So I go and I watch a few streamers probably for just like a couple of weeks. Um, and there's one in particular I remember. <laughs> What's funny is he made me he made me appreciate what Mixer was doing at the mm-hmm. time that I was like, I'm doing it. And what's funny is that he ended up shortly after moving back to Twitch. <laughs> but um, I just the way you could interact with with the chat with gifts and with with the sparks um mm-hmm. i thought that was that was really cool the like you said the user interface is so clean it's so much more like user friendly it's just like easier to operate and like navigate yourself through uh, as a viewer and as a streamer um i just i really so after a while after talking with streamers and you know in chats and stuff like that and like hearing what they thought about mixer and Everybody, whenever you asked in a chat, everybody was like, it's it's community-based. It's all about community. You know, everybody wants everybody to succeed. Um, and so I was like, you know what, let's just do it. So I got my stream key, and I streamed. And, you know, people weren't kidding. I The people I was I were meeting were so nice. Even, like, bigger streamers were like, they'd help you out. Um, mm-hmm. It was only, like, a couple weeks in. I got, I got rated or hosted by a huge partner. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, insane to me, like, it was just, it was mind-boggling, and I was like, "Man, this 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 platform is fantastic," um, and I really just I really committed to it. I really started to figure out what I wanted to do as a content creator. Obviously, it's changed now because it's been about a year almost. Yeah. Um, and you know, life happens and, and stuff just just changes, but eventually that led to me establishing like just a really a really cool community. Granted, they. Like my like my OGs like bully me like no one believes but no. who doesn't at this you know who's who's Look, OGs don't do we, that you know we we know <laughs> we know which one's the bully in our chat just look oh yeah we yeah. Know. she's she's there 
OG. Right. Talk about OG. Every, all the <laughs> communities got it. You know, all, all they all got it. But that's what makes them special. You know, it's you got you create these relationships with people literally who you don't you've never even met, but and mm-hmm. they're all over the world. But you just you you grow so close to them and like you learn about them and you converse with them like every day for sometimes hours at a time. You know, mm-hmm. and these yeah. people really become like you know like an adopted family and as crazy as they are it's just it's just like fun you know like you just look forward to to booting up the pc or console and and hitting go live and getting to chat with them you know it's it's a lot of fun um but basically that was that was why i i chose mixer um same reasons you listed the interface was so clean so easy to use the site was easy to operate um interactive chat was cool but now it's, it seems like every streaming service is kind of doing a little bit of that now anyways mm-hmm. um and just the community, the community felt so nice. I didn't really have to ever. There was a few times I had to ban a few people, but it never was like ever outrageous, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just cool, you know. Everybody, everybody, a lot of people that were on Xbox, so like everybody always. You already are having, you're already similar with a vast majority of the people on there, anyways. It's like you know, it's just cool. You know, I really, I really liked what Mixer brought to the table. It's really unfortunate what's happening, but like I get it. I get, I understand why they're doing their move. Yeah. Um, but. Like so many people say, um, you know, people don't people don't watch your stream for the platform it's on. They watch for you, and you know, once you establish your communities, you know, it's like they'll watch you wherever you go. It's just it's just that your platform is just what you use to actually stream on, and that's it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I kind of found it, you know, when I when I was uh, on Mixer, like it took me a while to get to the the community that I had there, but like it was still, you know, it, it's not about the quantity it's about the quality of your community mm-hmm. everybody was so fun and and awesome and like you know like you said the first time you get raided by a partner or something it was it's just like the most it was like the most amazing moment at the time you know like mm-hmm. it, uh you know between uh, it was it was funny because th- there were actually two partners in the same raid when I got raided that pushed oh, pushed me dude. pushed me over a hundred followers after like um like maybe a month it was awesome dude. it was a two uh, can gaming uh, and uh, Genosaurus Rex uh, very nice I Gen- know I know two can I don't I don't know the other one yeah two can two cans on Facebook now he went to Facebook mm-hmm. I gaming, saw that so. yeah I saw uh, but yeah in even the mixer partners outside of that that I met like. Uh, BU, who was on our women's panel last week, uh, she's always been super nice and super helpful. And, and even huge streamers like Gathalion have been super helpful. And, and, you know, in the two or three times that I've interacted with him, he's been super helpful. And, and he, I mean, he's always been known for that. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's just Mixer was a cool platform. And it, I felt like everybody was willing to help everybody there. And, uh, right. Um, and it, you know, like you said, I was, I was kind of surprised to see how many people made the jump from Mixer to Twitch when we, when we kind of announced that, you know, we were all moving to Twitch, uh, individually and through our podcast and everybody seemed to make the jump and it was, it was pretty cool to see. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, obviously not everybody's going to make that jump, but, uh, all right. the majority of them did. And it was really definitely a majority. Yeah, definitely a majority. Yeah, um, you know the fact that I think what nerd journalist made and got his affiliate thing after what like a couple weeks. I got mine like the other day, and uh, a friend of ours in Civic Ghost got his after 
like two or three weeks instead of the full 30 days. It was just amazing to mm-hmm. see all these communities kind of move over. <laughs> it's, it's been really cool. It's like everybody I used to watch on, on Mixer, like they're all announcing, Hey, I got my sub button, you know, like, Hey, I got affiliate. Yeah. It's just, it's like every day you see more and more people that you knew and interacting with and stuff. And to see them like hit those goals, it's just, it's really cool. Yeah. But, you know, the, the Mixer communities is, is just coming right over to Twitch and, and bringing that same energy. And it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, it also, I guess, like, a lot of the Mixer community is, like, if you are a former Mixer streamer, put put a Mixer, uh, <laughs> like, some sort of Mixer tag in your in your bio or in your, you know, down underneath where you can, like, send links out to. And, mm-hmm. like, they seem to really flock to that, too. So, it's, yeah, it, it's it's been fun. It's been cool to see. Uh, but I'm, I am sad that Mixer's gone because we all kind of called it home for <laughs> probably yeah, the better absolutely. part of two years so i was like thinking about what to do for the one year you know stream anniversary on there and then you know <laughs> don't yeah. get to anymore yeah um we were actually we we're actually planning a, a mixer like a goodbye mixer panel um oh we there were, you go <laughs> we were gonna do it the week that it was closing that it was uh ending but i mean i'm i'm gonna be on vacation that week and uh ah that's it's right scary I don't even want to think about it. Uh, <laughs> so we're probably going to do it either a week or two after. Um, so uh, you're welcome to be a part of that too, if you really, if you want to, Whoa. if you're. Uh, hey, hey, I mean, hey, uh, uh, I'm a damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me check my schedule. Uh, yeah, right. I gotta, I gotta check first. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's been a, it's been an interesting couple weeks uh, with that, but. We're gonna get back to you here. Uh, so, destiny mm-hmm. is a big part of both of our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you, what was your your start with destiny? Are you an OG? Did you play the beta? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I I can't remember if I how I found my the like the concept art of destiny. I think it was either Reddit or I think I'm pretty sure it was it was Reddit. And it had to have been in 2013 or 2000, like really like late 2012. Um, but I saw this concept art and I saw this idea that Bungie was bringing. I was like, there's this idea that there's the Traveler and it's protecting the last city, you know, on Earth. And you have all these factions. And I remember, I remember very specifically the concept art of the Fallen and the Fallen Walker. And I was like, man, this, this game looks amazing. Yeah. And so... I follow I followed the game through as as like as as close as I could, and then eventually you know doing the beta, which was I thought amazing, and then uh, fun fact uh, about Destiny, um, I've actually been wait, kind of waiting to tell the story with you. Um, so it came out in 2014, I believe in September. So around that time, I had graduated high school in 2013. So I had done a few quarters of college um, up until then. I was I was paying for it myself. Um, I was working, you know, working my retail job, putting all my money to school. Then they're like, "Hey, the, the Xbox One is coming out, and you can get Destiny with it." And I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." <laughs> so I was like, I was like, "Listen, I can either keep going to school. I can use my money I've saved up to keep going to school." And whatever, being responsible, or I can take what I have now 
and when the Xbox One comes out and Destiny comes out with it, I could just get that instead. And I didn't tell anybody about it, and then I just I just did it. I just went to the I went to my Target I worked at, used my freaking employee discount, bada bing, bada boom. I I so I literally bought an Xbox <laughs> to play Destiny over continuing my education. So Destiny has a very big part of, <laughs> of my life. So I and I've been playing I've been playing ever since. Uh, logged I think a couple thousand hours across both games, mm-hmm. um, which is really crazy when you really think about it. But I mean, it's been out for since 2014. It's been out for 60 years. You know, it's a know. it's a long time. I but. can't believe that game's been out for this long. Yeah, I know it's crazy. It's it's crazy. I still remember running through the Cosmodrome for the first time and just being like, "Man, this this is so cool!" And you know, going to the moon for the first time. I still miss uh, Dinklebot. I thought I really liked uh, Dinklebot. I preferred that one, honestly. Um, but just so many, so many good times, so many good memories with Destiny. It's you know, the fire teams you made through Destiny and the clans you made really became like just like really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. I had like I had a really like a really close knit. Uh, clan in destiny one that after destiny one kind of stopped and d2 kind of came in they kind of like dissolved just like you know as things do mm-hmm. um and then kind of found my place to another clan with a really good friend of mine he kind of like was like hey we have a clan just come in with us you know and i was like all right cool so i did that um but it just never like really felt the same mm-hmm. so with with d2 uh don't raid as much uh don't do any, like any of that sort of stuff but everything else i pretty much do but I did take a break from Destiny 2 the last like the last two seasons I think uh, just it just it kind of felt a little stale. Mm-hmm. Um, but then with their announcement of Beyond Light and the current season and everything, I, th- I think Destiny's in a good spot and I think it's going to get better. I know sunsetting is a sore subject right now, but I honestly could care less. I'll still play regardless. So I mean, it's all about finding the new weapons, right? I mean, that's right. And it's it. I un- I like I absolutely understand the reasoning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. You're, but you're never gonna please the entire crowd. Destiny, the Destiny community is, is definitely split between like, the definitely like the PVE players and the PVP players, and you hear them cry all the time. Oh, there should be two separate games, or they should, you know, they should they should balance based on PVE and PVP. And it's like so you can't you can never please both sides. Um, but then you got me, who just loves all of Destiny and just has a blast. You know, I think it's just the gunplay is, is some of the best gunplay I've played within a game. The lore is absolutely incredible. It's just it's just a good game. Yeah, it's just fun. It's just good. Yeah, I mean, even Destiny at its worth worst is still like a pretty good game. You know what I mean? Like it's right. Still, that's like, what I'm saying. You know, I mean, like you, I've I've taken a lot of time off of Destiny this the last couple seasons just because. Uh, you know, just, there's just a lot going on, and uh, there was a couple other games that I re- was really into at the time, and, and you, you know what I mean. It, it Destiny mm-hmm. is just that game of ups and downs, and you just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, you'll get you get into it when an expansion comes out. Maybe you'll take some time off and come back. Like it's always like a fall spring game for me, where I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. really really into it for you know a month or two, and then I'll take some time off when the newer games come out in like November, and then mm-hmm. you know, but. uh yeah, man, I I was part of a pretty big clan. I would say for Destiny One, the entirety of Destiny One. Uh, mm-hmm. I played the beta, played through the the vanilla ga- campaign, and then I to to be honest with you, I was kind of like not really feeling the light the original light system like at all, 
where I'd be grinding and grinding and grinding. And people were like, you need these boots. You need these, uh, you know, you need these boots to, to do this, 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 and this. And I would like finally get a good pair of boots, but they weren't high enough level and it would drop my, mm-hmm. <laughs> my light level down. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, I don't want to deal with this. So I kind of stopped. And then I played through the dark below campaign. And then it really, then I really, uh, got back into it with house of wolves because my friend's like, look, I understand that this game is frustrating, uh, but you know, we have a clan, you can play with us. We'll walk you through it. And like my first like major thing it, in one week, we did the skull fight and vault of glass and Crota <laughs> yeah. all in the same week. And I was like, Heck yes, man, I can't believe I just did all this in one week. Uh, and then that's when we actually started our first destiny podcast. Uh, it was called, it was called DNA weekly strike. Uh, of course from D one fans yep. n- remember the weekly, uh, <laughs> the weekly strike was like, it was like that mid tier strike between a normal strike and a nightfall. Um, <laughs> yep. And, uh, you know, that's from there. I've just been playing ever since, you know, everything I've, I bought it. I've bought it on every single platform it's been available on, uh, because I had friends on Xbox that wanted to play, and then I had friends on mm-hmm. PlayStation that wanted to play, and until recently, that was a very hard balancing act to do. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's it's uh, Destiny's just been a big part of my life, and it's been a uh, a, a consistent uh, comfort food game too. When I right. like can't, if I'm not playing something like you know really. Uh, hardcore like i'll just be like i'll just play some destiny get in there do some mm-hmm. strikes play some pvp maybe try to solo the nightfall because my friends aren't online <laughs> you know, there you that's, go that's, uh, <laughs> there you go <laughs> uh, which is actually relatively easy to do now if you do the lower end one right but uh mm-hmm. but yeah uh destiny is is such a fun amazing and i've met so many cool people through destiny you know just oh yes absolutely uh and i'm and i'm not just talking recently you know i'm talking like since it came out i've met so many cool people and and uh it's just it's just really really a fun game so uh mm-hmm. but so okay so your twitter profile says you are a destiny content creator um what what kind of content are you like would you like to like in a perfect world where you had all the time in the world to do destiny content and everything what would be like your dream content to do? Are you like a, a dado guy where you kind of like break down weapons and, and kind of show them off or show off the raids? Or are you like a bife guy? You want to like do four hour lore videos, <laughs> which <laughs> I have watched multiple times. Heck yeah. I've seen a few of those. They're, they're great. Um, but as you were saying that, I was going to say if in a perfect world, I would do exactly what Dado's doing. Yeah. You kind of, mm-hmm. you kind of have that personality of, I feel like that you would like break down stuff and do what dad is doing for sure. I would, if I had time, Oh my gosh, I would love to, I, I would love to be able to get into like doing guides for like exotic quests and like new, new, like just new content and stuff and give opinions on new exotic weapons and armor and stuff like that. But with kids and jobs and yeah. stuff, you just, by the time I could get something done, it's already been done by so many people. And mm-hmm. I'd say it, it w- would never do anything. And you know, I, I'd still like to get there someday. Um, it's just, it's just a little tough to balance everything, you know? Yeah. No, I get it. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure you understand. <laughs> yeah. 
look, I'm just lucky that my my wife and my kid go to bed at the same time. And then, <laughs> right? and then I'll spend like three and a half, four hours trying to do something, you know, whether it's like trying to stream right. something or edit 500 videos mm-hmm. at the same time or uh, yep, yep. just trying to get something done. So I definitely, man, in a perfect world, there would be 14 hour days of content creating, not, you know, <laughs> right. Exactly. Not a exactly. nine hour day job and then come home and, you know, be with the wife and kids. Not that that's not a perfect life. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, I'm, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> I somebody in the chat's going to yell at me. Uh, but anyways, you know, it's, 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 uh, content creating is hard and you know, if that's why we kind of focus on podcasts and streaming because, who really has the time to do all that capture that footage capture and edit mm-hmm. and writing scripts and breaking down stuff that like you said, 5,000 other people have already done and had the time to do before you get a chance to do it. So, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, but we are here because you are going to be the third chair on tower casuals. Uh, I'm very excited to have you on that show. I like your personality. I like your vibe. I think you bring a lot to the table that way. And, and, um, you know, obviously, obviously Josh is the lore guy and I'm the idiot who hosts it. So, um, (laughs) you know, as, as this show grows and how, as we kind of move forward with it and, uh, changes are happening with it, you know, just kind of still trying to feel it out. You know, it, it's it's a it's a new show for us. And um, what do you what do you hope to do with this show? What do you want to like? What do you want your road role to be on this show exactly? So I think I'm gonna try to pull the long con to pull a Beyonce. I'm gonna try to eventually make my way to the top and then separate and cash out. Cool. Yeah, that's fair. I just, I, I just want you to know now. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if I was Beyonce, I'm just, saying. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, what I would hope to accomplish is, I don't know, just continue to, you know, talk about the game destiny that I love so much with, with you guys, with, with you and Josh and with the listeners and, and just talk about why I love it and, you know, share my passions with everybody. But then I'd also like to be able to, you said like like Josh is the lore guy. You're you're the obviously the charm. Um, it's me. I was thinking like if I can kind of be like in the middle of that, you know, and, and maybe provide some like if I can be more of maybe the maybe like a breakdown of like new exotics, new new weapons, new armors, stuff like that, new strikes, new dungeons, new raids. Mm-hmm. Um, just like I I like I like to feel like what I'm doing is, is useful or could be impactful to somebody else. So, and I like talking, so why not put those together? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, beyond that, I mean, when I was on last week, which was super awesome, I had a lot of fun. Um, all I want to do is just more of that. Just, just, you know, continue to build a relationship with you guys and then, you know, eventually be the number one destiny podcast around the globe. That'd be that'd be cool. You know, we we got some we got some monsters to take down, but I think we I think we can do it. <laughs> yeah, we could do it. We've taken down Crota, Oryx. We could do it. Yeah, you we know? could do it. You know, Fireteam Chat, Crucible Radio. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, who are those guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look. Yeah, that's that's look. what I'm saying. Ghost stories. <laughs> Come on, 
I know you haven't recorded an episode in like a year, but yeah, we're we're coming for you. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, I I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Uh, you know, like I said, I I'm glad we kind of became friends through Destiny and and you know with you and Nerd Journalist, which he's not he's not getting out of this either. He's gonna get one of these who's two. And, who, who's that guy? Oh yeah. You know, just some guy. He's just some nerd. Yeah, nerd, <laughs> nerd. Uh, guy dies a lot. Um, I always, I always felt like when we when we first started playing together, I always felt so aggressive, like being like nerd. What are you doing? <laughs> I just felt like I was insulting him by calling him nerd. But yeah, nah, nerd's a, he's he's such a good guy, such a good guy. Yeah, he's he's super cool. Um, I'm hoping that you know he'll stop by the show once in a while too. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just I I feel like within a short amount of time between like the mixer stuff and you know, this destiny stuff, we've kind of built a small destiny community already of, of, right. of cool <laughs> Almost, kids. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, I hope, I hope it grows to be honest with you. I think, I think that destiny is the, is the game that brings people together. Um, you know, and I know there's a lot of other games that do that, but, um, there's something different and special about destiny that, mm-hmm. um, you know, really, really brings the community t- together to, to do cool stuff. And, um, you know, if, if somebody's like, like, uh, like raids and stuff is, is the big thing too. Like we're dads, we don't have a lot of time to raid. And so is nerd journalist. Right. And, and so we are kind of forming that dad raid group, which is super cool. <laughs> there you go. It's just kind of like, right, for real. I'm just like, thank God there are other people out there like me that <laughs> just have like, a few spare hours and want to try one of the new raids because <laughs> right. coming from someone, I mean, you know, the drill, like coming from someone who used to raid literally three times a week and sometimes more depending on what raids were available at that time. Like, mm-hmm. yep. you know, we used, we did it literally raided every Wednesday night with yep. all three of our characters to get the gear. And that went on through Leviathan and, you know, once everybody kind of went their separate ways, people started having kids and getting married and, and you know, that kind of thing. Our, that group kind of fell apart and I've, mm-hmm. I've missed that. And, you know, up until recently, it's just been me and my friend Mitch uh, just <laughs> playing Destiny, like <laughs> two Titans yeah. rolling in places, just kind of <laughs> throwing hammers and there you go, giving each other high fives and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, um, well, uh, is there anything else you want to say, talk about, do before we uh, kind of wrap the episode? Um, is there anything else I would like to say? Can I say everybody love everybody? Yes, <laughs> that's a that's a very big message, especially now. <laughs> so, Ele, um, you know, Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon said it a long time ago. We should, you know, we need to stick to that. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, everybody, be kind to one another. Be nice. Be helpful you know our motto here is be better you know it's not just you know be better at games but be better people it's it's <laughs> it's not that hard guys um especially except meg meg can pick on you all about that yeah well apparently she's <laughs> she's she's too busy to be making fun of me this episode she's uh, <laughs> stuffing her face with spicy chicken nuggets apparently so okay which, that's a good excuse though those I mean, that actually sounds pretty good i know i kind of want some now uh <laughs> So, yeah, uh, well, thank you for taking the time to do this 1v1. Uh, why don't you remind everybody where they can find you? 
So as of right now, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Did I say right? Twitter, Instagram, Twitch at the Spooklight. Except on Twitter and Instagram, it's the Spooklight TV. Uh, now that will change in the near future. I, I've kind of been known to change my names a, a few times. Um, but when I originally came over back to Twitch, Willow Wisp was taken. So I'm, I'm trying to work with, with, uh, some stuff and getting it changed. So August 12th should be the day I can change my name. So we're going to do some iteration of Willow Wisp and it'll be back to what I'm used to and what I'm like kind of grown, grown accustomed to and stuff like that. So, but as for right now, twitch.tv slash the spooklight. And then Twitter and Instagram is at the Spooklight TV. Cool. Uh, yeah, and also if you guys need to find him, there will be his links will be in the uh, show description uh, on Twitter oh, and, and whoa, on, whoa. on the audio version and on the website. So Willow, you're always welcome on anything we do. Obviously, people will catch you on Tower Casuals, our Destiny podcast. Oh. Um, Heck yeah. You can find me at I am Corey HD on Twitter and Instagram and Xbox. You can find me at Corey HD on Twitch. You can find all of our content on BossRushGames.com. Uh, download our family of shows. Uh, we've kind of changed up the schedule a little bit. so uh, But 1v1 will continue to be on your podcast services on Fridays. So catch a new interview every week where we celebrate the creators and the work they do on the internet. Willow, thank you for joining me. Everybody, remember, play games, be better. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.